Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Mamas have special needs too. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 131, Lightening the Mental Load. back to the podcast everybody and I am still on this new year's kick happy new year um I want to share with you today a little bit about lightening the load and I've been thinking a lot about light lightening the load not just mentally but emotionally and physically and getting systems going in my home and kind of cleaning out my thinking and and cleaning out my emotions and really just kind of resetting and setting things in order. But not only that, like lightening the load that you have, kind of this less is more mentality, but looking at at my thinking and looking at, at how heavy that can be and how heavy it can be to carry around heavy thoughts. And today I specifically want to talk about limiting beliefs, limiting belief thoughts. Oh, okay. I had to pause for a second. I have my cute little daughter in here with me. All right. So let's talk about the limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs are thoughts that really they they keep you awake at night. They derail or consume your thoughts during the day, or they also keep you trying to outrun them. So if you find that you're having thoughts that keep you awake, that consume your day, or thoughts that you're trying to outrun, out-eat, out-clean, out-work, or try to prove that they aren't true, it's probably a limiting belief, right? Or if it's something that's keeping you from doing something that you want. I actually want to share with you a list of limiting beliefs that I've put together just to give you an idea of what they might sound like. Now, as I go through this list, I want you to choose one or two, or even all of them, choose the ones that you notice you resonate with, and then just choose one that you can work on. The thoughts are, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. I'm not a good mom. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm exhausted. I'm so disorganized. I'm weak. I'm drowning. I'm overwhelmed. I people please everyone. I'm ruining my kids. Someone else can do a better job. My life is awful. This is unfair. I am stuck. I will never have the life I want. This is hard. Why me? The cards are stacked against me. I was dealt a crappy hand in life. My life isn't what I thought it should be. No one understands me. I did this to my child. Now, the reason that I'm bringing up these lovely thoughts is because it's actually really, really important to be aware of what you're thinking. And the reason why is because what you think creates the life that you experience. So if you are not investigating what you're thinking, if you're not questioning what you're thinking, then you're running on default and the life that you have is a life that was created on default. One that you didn't necessarily have a conscious decision in. 
because you let other people write beliefs or you accepted beliefs or accepted ideas as facts when they weren't. So I want to walk you through how our thoughts create our personal experiences. And in this case, I'm going to use one of the limiting beliefs to show you what it looks like so that you, if you want to take that limiting belief that you have chosen, that you want to change or that you resonate with the most, I want to show you what you can do with that to gain some awareness and loosen it up and then change it if you want. So the fact of the situation is that you have a child with special needs. A thought that I chose to think about it was this, I did this to my child. Essentially, like this is my fault. And when I believed that thought, I felt guilty. And when I felt guilty, I ended up ruminating for hours on that. I would hide. I would try to distract myself using social media. I would cry. I would talk negatively to myself. Things like, I'm a horrible mother or I'm messing up. I would engage in self-pity. All from feeling guilty. All because I believed that I did this to my child. Other things that I wasn't doing because I was feeling guilty was that I wasn't trying to figure out how to help my child. I was not trying to figure out how to improve her quality of life. I wasn't even taking action on any of those things. And I definitely wasn't present in my life. Now, the story that all of these thoughts are telling together, when you just, when you just look at what you're doing, what actions you're taking or not taking, what these actions told me about my life, what they were creating in my life, was that I was actually ensuring that my daughter continued to struggle, that her struggles persisted because I wasn't doing anything about it, right? I was too busy, wrapped up in self-pity and negative self-talk and hiding and ruminating. And not only was I not helping her, but I was also creating more struggles for myself. So I was all of this, I was actually proving to myself that I did do this. See, I did do this to my, to my child because I'm ignoring her. See, I am a horrible mother because I'm not helping her. I spend all my time on social media. I'm hiding, I'm crying. I'm just, you see how my actions are creating my results, which are feeding into this idea that I did this to my child. And now my brain thinks it's actually a fact, but it's not. And that's how you go from having a limiting belief that's stopping you in your tracks to finding freedom. And that freedom is found when you can release that limiting belief. There's really two things that you need to do when it comes to changing a limiting belief. And that is first realizing that it is a belief, realizing that that belief is actually an optional thought, that it's not factual. And sometimes that's all you need to do to lift that mental burden is to realize, oh my gosh, 
this idea that I did this to my child is actually optional. This is just a thought. Because you can't prove it. You can't prove it. Whether it was something I ate or didn't eat or do or didn't do when I was pregnant or what I did afterwards or what I did before or whatever. We just don't know. And we can't prove it. So what good does it do to sit there and try to believe as if it was a fact that I did this to my child? Listen, if you have this kind of a thought or something like unto it, I want you to really consider what I'm saying. Whether it's your fault that your child's struggling or it's not your fault that your child is struggling, we don't know. So why choose the thought that is limiting? Why choose the thought that brings about guilt? Especially because you don't know if it's actually your fault. So what I want to offer is that you actually have a choice that that thought is optional. Right? So that's the first thing. Realize that that thought is optional and it's not factual. And the second thing you want to do is to replace it with a useful belief. Something that feels true. Something that when you think it, you actually feel a shift. It feels within your grasp to believe. And then redirect to it often. This is not a one and done thing. You're not going to find a belief. You're like, wow, that feels really good. And I, I think I can, uh, I can believe that, that it's true. And then you're not going to have any problems from there on out. Like you are really, really practiced at believing that you did this to your child, right? In the case of the example that I gave, but whatever belief you have, you might be really practiced at thinking you're not enough. You might be really practiced at thinking that you're a bad mom. You might be really practiced at thinking that no one understands you and you might have a buttload of evidence for it, but it's still an optional thought. And if you can loosen it up a little bit, then you can hop on over to a different idea that will help show you that it's optional. Now listen, another thing that helps me to figure this out is to realize there are hundreds and thousands of moms out there that have children with special needs and not all of them are thinking, I did this to my child. And if it was true, then they would be thinking it. They would be feeling guilty too. But that's not the case across the board. It's not factual. Or I'm a bad mom. Or no one understands me. Not everybody in similar situations to you believes that. And that's because we get to choose whatever we believe. So replace it with something that you feel is true, but that is also useful and redirect to it often. Okay, you got to practice it. You got to get just as good at thinking in favor of you as you have been thinking against you. Okay, so let me give you the same example with a different kind of thought, something useful. So this, the, the situation, right, is that I have a daughter, actually I have a child, I have two children with special needs. The thought that I have come to now is I was made for this. And I feel it. 
I was made for this. And what I feel when I think that is powerful. And when I feel powerful, what I do is completely different than what I do when I feel guilty. When I feel powerful, I take proactive action to help my daughter. I'm watching her, assessing her needs, getting to know what they are what she needs, getting to know what those needs are, talking to doctors, talking to therapists, reaching out, looking into insurances. I'm researching about their diagnoses. I'm asking questions and I'm advocating for them. Something else that's really interesting is that I've stopped engaging in self-pity and I'm not hiding and I'm not waiting around for life to get easier. All of this because I'm believing the thought that I was made for this. Now look, here's what happens when I start taking proactive action, assessing my child's needs, and then going and getting it. The result that I create is that I actually become the mom who was made for this child, specifically for this child. Because I am researching specifically for her advocating specifically for her, talking to doctors specifically for her, researching her specific diagnosis. I am becoming an expert on this child, the mom that is perfect for this child that was made for her, which proves the belief that I chose, which was that I was made for this. Now that is freedom. And I can tell you that feeling powerful is way lighter than feeling guilt. And that is how you lift the mental load that your limiting beliefs have. And it's freeing. Now listen, you don't have to do this alone. Reach out to me. My email is linked below. And we can walk through this. Bring the limiting belief that you have to a call with me. One that we maybe mentioned on here or one that you came up with on your own. Bring it to the call and let's talk about it. And I can help you see what you're creating and help you see options for creating something else to lighten that mental load. Again, that email address is ashleyjohnstoncoaching at gmail.com. And Ashley is spelt A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Johnston, with a T, coaching at gmail.com. Now, before I leave, I want to leave you with a list of empowering thoughts. Gave you a list of limiting ones, and I feel like it's only fair to leave you with a list of empowering ones. This is not exhaustive, and I hope that you will add to it. I was made for this. I'm a good mom. I can do this. I can do hard things. I love my child. I'm grateful to have my life. Why not me? This is happening for me. I understand me. I can do exhausted. I'm letting it be enough. A work in progress is still progress. I'm strong. I'm open to the idea 
I am strong enough. My kids are resilient. There is space for me to be a good mom and a faulty, exhausted human being. I can do unfair. I'm already free. I'm creating the life I have so I can create the life I want. All right, that's what I got for you this week. My friends, thank you for being here. Good luck with the things you're doing this week. And until next time, take care.